Yes, because it's kind of the impression if you put an American uh, in front of a map of the world, he wouldn't uh, know uh, any of the other countries than probably the United States and Canada. I think they don't know all the countries in Africa. Do you know all the countries in Africa? No, I don't. <laughs> so. well, by the way, what is the capital of Djibouti? I don't know that. So. The capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome to You Are the Guest, a weekly show where you can be the guest and tell people what you and your friends and neighbors think about news events and issues of the day. It's part talk show, part opinion poll, part reality show, and a whole lot of fun. And it's completely dependent upon your participation as a guest. To be considered as a guest for a future show, check out the website at www.youaretheguest.com for details. Now here's your program host, Bill Grady. Greetings from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, and welcome to show number 78 of You Are the Guest, the show where we talk to everyday people just like you and me about their lives and about the issues of the day. Our guest today joins us from Norway. John Peter, welcome to You Are the Guest. Thank you, Bill. John Peter, tell our audience about yourself. Well, I'm uh, 17 years old, and I live in the south part of Norway. I am uh, politically politically active on the left side. I am the deputy chairman of uh, my county's uh, socialist youth. And uh, the politics takes up much of my spare time. And I go to the Norwegian equivalent of high school. And other hobbies I have, uh, it's music. I play the tuba in the local band. Here, here's my first question for you. Why is a teenager from Norway interested in a talk show from America about politics? Because you're a listener to the show, right? Yes, I listen to your show regularly. And uh, it's just started out. I, I've uh, discovered podcasting. So I started to listen to some uh, different ones. And I listened to the Josh in Japan podcast. And he was a guest on one of your earlier shows. Mm-hmm. And um, so I thought I could uh, check you out. And I don't think it was so much politically in the early days, but uh, you sort of drifted along into it. And uh, I think it's quite interesting to hear about American politics because they have quite much to say about the whole world. What has been your favorite episode so far? Well, I like the ones with uh, Imran, the... I don't where is he from? He's he's actually originally from Pakistan but he lives in New York today. Ah yes. And we'll I have him we'll have him back as a guest later on. He's really busy right now. Yeah, because I like the perspective he gives because you get a, a different one for from uh, not us living in uh, the west. So what is politics like in Norway? Well, um, my mother party, which is the socialist left party, is uh, currently in the government uh, together with the, the Labour Party and the Centre Party. They uh, won the election we had the last, no, it was two years ago, in 2005. And then um, they won uh, 87 out of the uh, 169 seats in our parliament. Um, and uh, they have uh, had a lot of 
problems, but uh, that's pretty much usual in their first years after election. So when you say you're politically active, what does that mean? Does that mean that you're out helping with the campaigns? Are you um, lobbying? What are you doing being politically active? Well, we have um, a local uh, socialist youth group, which uh, we have a meeting uh, about every other week or so, and I I am one of the older members, uh, you can say now, and um, we talk about different uh, local um, news stories and what we think about it and what we maybe can do about it. Give me, and, an, uh, give me an example there. What thing came up in the last meeting that you, as as teenagers, sat around and discussed politically? Well, the last big case, you can say, on the local part is uh, that uh, they want, big, want to build a big highway through uh, the, um, the valley where uh, most of uh, the area is, and uh, they want to destroy a lot of the fields and houses, and it will take a lot of land that uh, it's very good to grow food on, and uh, we don't see, see that as a good solution, and we want to have another solution. And uh, We have uh, been uh, to a demonstration where we were the only youth party that uh, was there. So I think that came out good for us. Do you have any members of your party named Ole and Lena? Um, no, we don't have that now. <laughs> okay, okay. That, that that for a lot of our American audience, that might be might be a joke in there because yeah, yeah. Are, so are well, you are you aware of the Ole and Lena jokes? No, I'm not. I know that Ola, uh, as it's pronounced in Norwegian, it's a it's a pretty like typical uh, the. Ola Norwegian is a uh, type of uh, name for Norwegian. So, <laughs> and there are a lot of Norwegians in this area of Iowa. There's a, they have a lot of Scandinavian days. They have a lot of Norway days uh, as summer festivals here in Iowa. So I'm I'm kind of in the the hub of Ole and Lena jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We we had about that at school when the, in the. 1800s, very many from Norway went over to America, so we're aware of uh, a lot of Americans have uh, Norwegian heritage. What is your view on the other countries of Europe? I mean, which which countries do you feel kinship with, and which countries in Europe do you kind of say, yeah, we don't agree with those folks? Well, it's, we are probably kind of a group the Scandinavian countries like uh, Norway, Sweden, uh, and Denmark, and uh, to some extent Finland and Iceland too. So we're kind of like buddies and uh, stick together in uh, much. But uh, Norway is still one of the few countries that is not a part of the European Union. So we are kind of the outside there, but we have uh, um, a treaty, or yeah, you can call it, uh, with the EU. So we we have to follow a lot of their um, rules. But I I guess we don't have any <laughs> bad uh, relationship with uh, any countries. So. So how do you feel about the French? Well, the, 
the French are uh, I don't know if you have any bad or good we don't I don't think there's many cases we have with the uh, France so. how, how about Germany especially your country has obviously a, a, a history with with the German occupation so have those things kind of mended over the years well like I guess we have a pretty good relationship with uh, Germany now, but there's still some kind of some some people that don't uh, know too much. You can say they oh all Germans are Nazis, and uh, yeah, when we we choose to speak German or French in school, or we we choose to what we want to learn, then if you choose uh, to learn German, you're kind of like viewed upon as a little Nazi, but not in a bad way, but you always get comments if you choose to have German. So there's a little bit of resentment out there still. Yes, it's a bad reputation for the Germans, but I guess you can't say we hate them or something. We just, we don't like that they came and occupied us, but... That is, it's, uh, it's forgiven but not forgotten. What is your impression of America and Americans? Have Have you met many Americans in Norway? Have you traveled to America? Well, I, I've never been to America. Never met any physical Americans, but uh, we we hear a lot about America, and we got the typical American influence, like the TV series. We have McDonald's and. Uh, we get the the impression of the big America, and um, it's a kind of big news when there's uh, something happening in America. Any questions I can answer for you about America since since we're talking here? Yeah, I mean, has there ever been a question that you've wanted to know about that you just haven't had the opportunity to ask? Do you view yourself like? Uh, Fat and loud, as has been said earlier. I don't think many Americans look at themselves as being fat and loud because they really don't have anything to compare it to. Usually what I hear is when people go on vacation to Europe, they say that Europe is dirty or they go to France and they say the French are very rude people. And so those are the, the two things that, that uh, we kind of get or as a perspective about Europe. But do we think of ourselves as fat and loud? Probably not, but I can see where a lot of people would think we are. Yes, because we have like the movie Super Size Me, we get the impression that you're that you, that you eat a lot of fast food and you kind of just care about yourself. And uh, But there is also the different uh, impression when uh, people go to America, they say the Americans is typically very open and uh, they ask you if you need help and uh, directions and also there's different views as well. But the common one is that they're fat and, they're, uh, and they are uh, Bush supporters. One thing I'd like to say is don't trust anything that you see on television or watch the movies because obviously that's more of an entertainment type of value and you really can't get a full picture of America, the country, and Americans as a people by just watching television or watching American movies because you'll you'll get a sample but it's pretty well edited for entertainment value and, and not really representative of the country. 
if that makes sense. Yes, it does. And uh, if you really sit down and think through it, uh, no movie or uh, or news can give the full impression of what the country is like. And I think that goes for all countries. Very good point. What leadership role does Norway play in international politics? Well, we had the first uh, ever leader of uh, the UN. His uh, name was uh, Lee, and um, we have also also been part of the Security Council before. We don't have any representatives there now, but uh, we had in the past. And uh, we we are really big on uh, oil. We have a lot of oil uh, on our coast. So when it comes to issues with oil, I I guess we will have uh, a big influence on that. But in other cases, I I don't know really. What is your opinion on your country's involvement in Afghanistan? Well, since uh, I'm uh, on the left side, it's pretty common that we we don't like that we have uh, any of our soldiers there because uh, it is not our war and uh, we shouldn't be sacrificing our uh, soldiers for a cause that uh, isn't that much in our interest. And why isn't it in your interest? Well... Uh, I view it as uh, most of the Amer. It's more of a case for uh, the Americans, and um, that uh, they went to war because of the whole 9/11, and um, it uh, it shouldn't. We shouldn't be a part of the war process. We should be more on the building it up and helping out the people living there. Yeah. Now after it has, uh, it's not that big. Why did your country get involved in the first place? Well, I, I think we now we have some soldiers down, and uh, we try to just be in the, in the, the keeping peace. We were we were not part of the attack process, but we we try to help out with uh, controlling in different areas and. Uh, helping out uh, the local people. Do you know how many troops you have on the ground right now? Uh, I believe it's about 150, I guess, we have there right now. When people hear that your country's involvement is about 150 people, um, most countries will say that's not a lot of involvement there. No, but uh, we are a country with only 4.6 people, 4.6 million people at all. So it's, it's a different measurement if you see about how many that lives here. So it's based on population, you're saying? Yeah, to some extent. And uh, many view that we shouldn't have any there at all. So. And some, there is someone, it's uh, and bad. Some, and some people might say, well, 150 people really isn't going to make that much of a difference. So maybe you should go home. Yeah, uh, we want to be, we just want to help out in a good way. We don't, we don't want to be viewed upon as uh, occupiers of the country. We, were, we just want to help.
Your party is very involved in environmental issues. What are some of the environmental issues right now that that are hot spots in Norway? Well, we have some. We have had some talk about uh, making um, power plants, uh, where which we have uh, none of now nuclear ones, and about uh, how we should clean uh, the carbon dioxide that will uh, be made out of it and um, my party was uh, really against it at first but uh, many feel that they have uh, gone too much back on that issue and they um, haven't been uh, hard hard enough uh, against uh, the other politicians on what we what we see where's your party stand on whaling well, whaling hasn't been much of an issue these years, but I, I don't think we are too fond of too much whaling, uh, because we don't want uh, the whale to disappear. Why is your country continued against the international ban? Because there was an international ban against whaling back in 1987, but Norway seems to ignore that. So, so why is that? Well, we, I guess it's the kind of, it's a tradition to hunt whale in Norway and it's, it's part of our history and uh, I guess it's uh, to some extent an export for us and uh, it's a bit of an image of the whaling and uh, I guess many people look at it as, oh, it's something Norwegian and we shouldn't stop doing it because uh, that's uh, part of the Norwegian way of life I guess or even after the rest of the world has said we're not going to do that well I I guess uh, they think that uh, we shouldn't lose uh, some of our identity I guess how much do you follow the uh, American political landscape are you following the different candidates for president of the United States well, the most information about uh, the American politics I get uh, from uh, these podcasts because uh, the Norwegian news doesn't have that much. It has uh, some of it, but um, I don't think the common Norwegian person will know uh, many of the candidates. They probably heard about Hillary and, uh, and that's it. So what is your impression of Hillary from this show or from other places where you've heard about American politics? Well, she, from uh, this podcast, we hear some different uh, views and I, we get, I think, a lot of, not negativity, but uh, you get a pretty critical view on her and, uh, but I guess that's good as well. I don't, know what uh, Norwegian news, what kind of view they really have on her, but uh, they show when she's around uh, whole, having speeches and uh, they then comment on uh, how she's doing uh, in her campaign and uh, she has, a, I think, a pretty, pretty good reputation in Norway. So do you think she'd make a good president? Well, I, I don't really know. We have to wait and see, probably, if she wins. And uh, she'll probably have some um, 
expectations to her being uh, the first uh, female president of America. So <laughs> I don't know what uh, line she would uh, go and what difference from or the the current president would uh, what difference it would make. Does who is president make that much of a difference in your country, in Norway? Does does U.S. politics affect your country very much? Well, the parties of Norway often they like to say if they are supportive or not. Someone it has some kind of issue, and you can gain or lose members. I believe if you say you're pro or against the. America, American politics in general. And here's the final question. What one thing should everyone know about Norway? Well, uh, we are uh, we are not uh, just ice and snow. And uh, there's not uh, polar bears walking around in our streets. And uh, I guess that uh, it's a really... It's a really nice country. We are we're known for our mountains and our fjords, and uh, I pretty much agree that we have a very beautiful landscape here in the north, and it's worth a visit for everyone. John Peter, it's time to play Ask Bill 3. This is where I'm going to turn the microphone over to you, and you get to ask me three questions about anything, so fire away. Yes. Um, the first issue I would like to talk about is uh, what are your views on gay marriage because it's been some kind of a case uh, some time ago in America my feelings on gay marriage is that I don't care either way it, it it really doesn't matter to me whether it is in force or it isn't I'm just very neutral on it yes because my views is that love is love uh, despite uh, which sex or beliefs so if you are uh, if you have Christian uh, views and uh, but you also are uh, homosexual I, uh, my view is that you should be able to get married and see my view is that I could care less either way and that's just because I have no control over it and I don't want to sit up on the pulpit and say this is wrong or this is right. I just think it's a big who cares type of issue. Yeah. So, what's question number two? Um, do you believe that in uh, the years to come there will be a third uh, big political party in the United States, except from the Democrats and the Republicans? No. And And the reason I say that is because the American public doesn't seem to be that politically active to be able to start a third party. For example, you know, you're, you're talking about teenagers that are doing meetings in Norway and they're having political groups. Well, there aren't many that I know of that are doing that in America. And if there was a, a youth movement or there was another organized movement within the country to be able to do that, I'd say, yeah, there would be a potential. But the political landscape as it sits today, I don't see the masses rising up and saying, you know what, we're tired of 
of uh, Democrat and Republican, and we're not quite sure about the Green Party, so we're either going to support the Green Party to get that bigger, or we're going to start our very own party coming up. I just don't see that happening right now. Yeah, because I can see the difference, because uh, in uh, our parliament there are probably seven uh, different political parties, so... We have um, some more to choose from, and there's been two, three other parties that have been in and out uh, of uh, the parliament. But you're also talking a, a much smaller country, so it, it can have the, those type of niches and be, yeah, able yes. to, to be able to organize it fairly quickly, where here in America it would be much harder because you have to be so big to take on yeah. the Republicans and so big to take on the Democrats that uh, it would be very hard to get ground. Yeah, I can see that because you don't need that much. If you is there, a, it's a breakout of one of the Norwegian parties. It's it's much easier to get uh, more supporters than if it would be some uh, faction of the Democratic Party breaking out and forming another party. I don't think they would get so much support. What's question number three? Well, uh, some uh, time ago I heard that uh, racism in the United States were going up and uh, that the KKK had got uh, some new members lately. Is this an uh, issue now or uh, is it not as big as uh, we probably would think? Do organizations like the KKK recruit members? They probably do, but I, you know, from what I... I've heard of and from what I know I don't think the KKK has been real active in anything for the last 30 years so I think it's I think it's a pretty small niche group it, it would be like the Nazis in Norway you know it, yeah. I'm sure there's there's a, a a handful of them somewhere someplace but are they making lots of waves you know are they making lots of social disturbance no the the one thing that I think has really put all these hate groups in the background has been terrorism since September 11th. All of a sudden, all those hate groups and everything else aren't getting the publicity because the terrorism groups in the Middle East and, and all that have, have really gotten all the press and all the attention. So I don't, I don't see racism or the racist groups gaining any foothold in America. Um, we certainly aren't seeing... You know, a, a lot of them on television or hearing about them in newspaper or radio. Although uh, you've got to say that racism exists. Racism will probably in some sort of form always exist. But also racism exists from all races as well. I mean, there are people, uh, the whites who don't like the blacks or the Spanish or people in the, the Spanish who don't like the blacks and the whites and so I think it's pretty much universal against all races yeah I can see that did I answer your question yeah I I think it because this was just some note in the paper that uh, the KKK was expanding because of immigration from the south so, uh, so I wanted to know if it was a real case in America, or it was just some smaller case? Yeah, I think it's some, some smaller case. Uh, did they say how many members they were growing up to, or anything like that? 
No, they just said that more people were uh, looking them up on the internet and uh, then uh, becoming members because of that and uh, that uh, the KKK was getting more active to some extent and uh, that uh, it, they hadn't been really much active since the 60s. Yeah. You know, you, you can't help people from doing stupid stuff and joining crazy organizations, and it's certainly their right to do so. But does that mean that America as a whole is all of a sudden you know, becoming this, this racist uh, country because the KKK is getting some new members? Nah, you know, KKK is, is, is pretty much a, a non-influential and way-off crazy group that really uh, only the very, very crazy people, the very extreme people, belong to that type of organization and that's not who america is john peterson we're kind of concluding this show and and you might have some more questions about america is there any last questions i can answer for you about americans or the american people well what's uh doing what is the knowledge of other countries in america because there's some uh, some here that view that Americans, they just care about America and uh, they don't really know where any other countries are in the world. Is this uh, true to some extent or is that just a wrong? I think most people know where other countries are, but I think that they're wrapped up in their everyday lives because life here is very busy and uh, I always say that people are time poor in America, and that might be a, a good way to describe it, that the only time they really pay attention to world affairs is if it's a headline on a news story in the paper or a news story in television or on the internet. Let me give you an example of that. When the tsunami hit back a couple years ago, the American people gave a lot of money uh, toward the victims of that tsunami so you can't really say that they just care about themselves because american charities and, and uh, the giving of the american people are felt around the world and if if americans as a as a people stop giving uh to different charities that help people for anything from famine to um disaster relief you know where would the world be without the generosity of the American people. So when you talk about the stereotype of people only caring about themselves here in America, um, it may appear that way through the media, but in reality, if you look at all the money that uh, Americans have given to uh, disaster relief and to charities around the world, I think that we would stand up amongst more of the giving countries around the world. If that makes sense. Yes, because it's kind of the impression if you put an American uh, in front of a map of the world, he wouldn't uh, know uh, any of the other countries than probably the United States and Canada. So. Yeah, that, I think that's an overgenerality. Yeah. I think they don't know all the countries in Africa. Do you know? No. All, do you know all the countries in Africa? No, I don't. <laughs> so. See, and, and, and that would be most, most people in the world. You know, there, there are, what, 183 countries in the world? 
How many people can really name all 183 countries? No, I guess no one could if they haven't studied it a lot. So. Well, by the way, what is the capital of Djibouti? I don't know that. So. The capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. <laughs> oh, okay. I know that then. John Peter, thank you so much for being our guest this week. On You Were the Guest. It has been a pleasure, Bill. If you'd like to be a guest on a future show, just go to our website at www.youwertheguest.com. Submit your first name, the town where you live, and a short description on why you'd make a good guest. There is no charge for being a guest, and you'll have the opportunity to share what you think and how the news and events from today affect your life. The show's producers will contact you by email if you're chosen for a future show. Remember that you can listen to the show every day at Coolcast Radio. And of course, we always appreciate your subscriptions at iTunes and Yahoo Podcasts. That concludes this week's edition of You Are the Guest from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa. I'm Bill Grady. Thanks for listening.